ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सारस्वती व्यास तथो जय उदीर श्रृन्वत स्वागता कृष्ण पुण्यश्रवणकीर्तन हृदंतस्तोहि अभद्राणी विदुनोती सुहृत्सता नष्टप्रायेशु नित्यं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी so its canto 6 prescribed duties for mankind chapter 2 ajamila delivered by the vishnu dutas text number 33 okay anyata mriyamanasya nasucher वृषलीपते वैकुंठना ग्रहना जिह्वा वक्त इहती अन्यताम्रियमानस्य नासुचे वृषलीपते नासुचे वृषलीपते वैकुंठनाम गृहना वैकुंठनाथ गृहना जिह्वा वक्त इहर्हती जिह्वा वक्त इहर्हती अन्यताम्रियमानसुचेषलीपते वैकुंठनाम गृहना जिह्वा वक्त इहतीड मीनिंग बै डिवाइन ग्रेस शिला प्रभुपात की जय अन्यता अदरवाइज मृयमानस्य ऑफ ए पर्सन हुज जस्ट रेडी फॉर डेथ ऑफ ए पर्सन हुज जस्ट रेडी फॉर डेथ ना नॉट असुचे हम मोस्ट अनक्लीन सो सुची इज क्लीन असुचे इज मोस्ट अनक्लीन वृषाली पते द कीपर ऑफ ए प्रॉस्ट्यूट 
Vaikuntam of the Lord of Vaikuntam Namagrihanam the chanting of the holy name Jivha the tongue Vaktum to speak Iha in this situation Arhati is able Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Were it not for my past devotional service, how could I, a most unclean keeper of a prostitute, have gotten an opportunity to chant the holy name of Vaikuntapati when I was just ready to die? Certainly, it could not have been possible. Purport, the name Vaikuntapati, which means the master of the spiritual world, is not different from the name Vaikunta. So the Vaikuntapati, which means the master of the spiritual world, is not different from the name Vaikunta. So there's no difference between the Lord and his abode, Vaikuntapati and Vaikunta. Ajamila who was now a realized soul, could understand that because of his past spiritual activities in devotional service, he had gotten this opportunity to chant the holy name of Vaikuntapati in his horrible condition at the time of death. We'll also read the next verse. Kvachaham kitava papo brahmago nirapatrapaha kvacha narayaneti etad bhagavan namamangalam. Translation Ajamila continued I am a shameless cheater who has killed his Brahmanical culture. Indeed, I am sin personified. Where am I in comparison to the all-auspicious chanting of the holy name of Lord Narayana? So when we try to compare our sinful personality with that of all-auspicious holy name or Lord Narayana, we can see a huge difference. And therefore, that difference truly manifests in humility. Because that purity, well, I am the servant of the Lord and I'm so fallen, I'm so sinful, whereas Lord, he is so uh, great. And that difference, but yet compassionate uh, and loving. So those feelings manifest or transform the person into humility. So that means the more a person becomes purer, the more the person manifests humility. The more the person is contaminated, the more the person displays false ego, the personality. So the person thinks that I and mine, he thinks in terms of the body, but when the, when the person rises above the bodily concept, then the true humility manifests. Till then, someone says, I'm most fallen Prabhu. The very statement 
that made that I am most fallen Prabhu uh, indicates once again the false ego because the person wants to be in the center of conversation. Once this happened to me, not once, more, many times it has happened to me, but once it so happened that, that Prabhu said, Prabhu, I am most fallen, Prabhu. I don't know, I became, I said, Prabhu, don't say this statement. I've heard such statements, many statements in his con, but they don't mean, you don't mean that. So therefore, don't say that, that I'm most fallen. If somebody is fallen, let that person display his fallen situation through his character, through his actions, rather than false words. Because by saying that statement, once again, you are placing yourself in the center, uh, which is not what is Krishna consciousness. So the purport, those engaged in broadcasting the holy name of Narayana, Krishna, through the Krishna Consciousness Movement should always consider what our position was before we came and what it is now. So Prabhupada is giving a chetavani. He is telling us to understand our own situation, what we were before becoming Krishna Consciousness to what we are uh, after becoming or attempting to become Krishna Consciousness. We had fallen into abominable lives as meat-eaters, drunkards, and woman-hunters who performed all kinds of sinful activities. But now we have been given the opportunity to chant the Hare Krishna mantra. Therefore, we should always appreciate this opportunity. By the grace of the Lord, we are opening many branches and we should use this good fortune to chant the holy name of the Lord and serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead directly. We must be conscious of the difference between our present and past conditions and should always be very careful uh, not to fall from that most exalted life. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guru Vena Maha Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Tiswapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamscha Mukam Karotivachalam Pangam Langayate Giriam Yatkripatamaham Vande Paramananda Madhavam The Supreme Personality of Godhead has the form of Sachitananda Vigraha transcendental bliss, knowledge, and eternity. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him who turned the dumb into eloquent speakers and enables the lame to cross mountains. Such is the mercy of the Lord. He Krishna Karana Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindhavaneshwari Vrushabhana Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye 
श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभो निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गाधार शिवासादिगौरभक्तरिंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे से वंस अगेन विथ फीलिंग्स फ्रॉम दि हार्ट एंड हियर योर ओन स्वीट वॉइस हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे सो दिस इज द एसेंस ऑफ दिस होल सेक्शन वेयर वी आर रिक्वायर्ड टू चैंड द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड एंड बाय चैंटिंग द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड वी फाइंड अजामिल was delivered uh, from his uh, most precarious uh, situations so 33 once again were it not for my past devotional service how could i a most unclean keeper of a prostitute have gotten an opportunity to chant the holy name of vaikuntapati when i was just ready to die certainly it could not have been possible so we it is in a way uh, ajamil is showing or displaying his mixed emotions on one side he is wondering what made this wonderful uh, four personalities appear uh, at the most difficult situation of his life and at the same time uh, he is still in fear is this true or was it a dream so therefore this section 30 to 34 uh, guru maharaj in his book the veil begins to part gives the subtitle as ajamila ponders is good fortune so therefore i said the 33 and 34 we can take together so jamila is only wondering why this good fortune has uh, appeared in his life and thus displaying the mixed emotions of fear and wonder or one can say happiness has anyone experienced such a mixed emotion in your life a mixed emotion of fear and happiness at the same time and how did you feel because this is what we find here ajamil is experiencing that on one side there's a fear because he has seen the four yamadutas and his whole life history was explained by uh, yamadutas but at the same time the four wonderful vishnu dutas is said okay it's all right he has done all that but all that has been evaporated all that has been erased by just chanting uh, the name of the lord antye narayana smriti at the end of his life he has chanted the name of the lord and that overrides everything else it's like you go through the judgment from the lower court to the higher court the lower court has given one judgment but then the highest court has given a different altogether opposite to what the lower court has given so whatever judgment has been pronounced by the yamadutas has been overturned by uh, the vishnu dutas 
because Vishnudutas were trying to give the essence, essential principle of uh, Vedic injunction that if you can remember the name of the Lord at the end of your life, then all that you have done, uh, it is clean. It's something like you take a duster and all that writing is on the board, you just wipe it off and that's what has happened in the case of Ajamil. This sort of a mixed emotion, uh, I did personally experience, it's only uh, three weeks back, uh, because uh, the last one year, we have been going through uh, tough times, personally in my life, or for the family. We lost our uh, dear one in the family, then there was a huge uh, financial unexpected uh, where we have not done any mistake, but it, it came on our shoulders and things were happening. And, and in the meantime, our lease got over. In, uh, we were in Dang Street, just one block away. So the lease has come to an end. And we are required to move. And then uh, we purchased a property uh, in Park Street. And then we were waiting whether the settlement would go through successfully or not. So on the time when the bank has announced the settlement has gone through successfully, there was a mixed emotion that there was a sort of a fear, will it go through or not? Will it go through or not? Will the bank say something else at the last minute? And when then it went through, uh, there was a smile. So there was a mixed emotion and that mixed emotion, uh, one should only experience to understand the emotions going through or gone through by Ajamil. Otherwise, it remains only uh, theoretical. So the uh, mixed emotions as he was displaying, he said, how is it possible that a most unclean keeper of a prostitute could remember the Lord, what have I done before? Have I done anything good in my past life? Because normally uh, we, are, we are told regularly that whatever we do in our life, all through our life, that's what is remembered at the most difficult situation of our life. And the most difficult situation of a life for any person is at the last moment when the soul, along with its subtle body, is being extricated uh, from all that it has been relating to itself uh, in this material world. And therefore, that pain Srimad Bhagavatam considers as a pain uh, experience when you are bitten by uh, more than uh, 10,000 centipedes at one time. So scorpions. So scorpions. And has anyone been bitten by a scorpion? No. Fortunately, no. Uh, yeah. But if you have seen uh, recently uh, Gangeshan Prabhu, he was bitten by uh, a scorpion. If, if someone wants to see, I can show the picture with Gangeshan Prabhu's permission. I've got the picture. It is it's only a doctor can see that. Others, normal uh, persons who are not, who do not see the blood and flesh, they become scared. 
and Prabhu had to undergo uh, urgent surgery uh, to get over the problem. I think it took about five weeks or six weeks for Prabhu to get over that problem. But in the beginning, there was so much of pain. So with just one bite, Prabhu had experienced so much of pain. And here the time when 10,000 scorpions are going to bite a person at time of departure, how much pain uh, the person would uh, incur. And at that time, it's like the normal when we are in a difficult situation, what is our shelter? Normally, we tend to take the shelter of our partner, our children. So that's the attachment we have, or our money, or insurance, or bank, doctor, whatever it is. That's the uh, shelter we take. And obviously, at the end of our life, that's the shelter we are reminded of, because during the difficult times, we have taken that shelter. And at the end also, we'll experience or we try, our mind drifts through to that shelter because that's what we have, uh, we have gone through. And therefore, uh, Guru Maharaj in that section uh, quotes 2.1.4 where he says, persons devoid of Atma Tattva do not inquire into the problems of life. Being too attached to the fallible soldiers like the body children and wife. Although sufficiently experienced, still they do not see their inevitable destruction. So Guru Maharaj quotes this verse, Dehapatya kalatra dish atma asasva api tesham pramatto nidhanam pasyan apinapasyati. So although the person has gained some experience, that he has seen that people who have died before, people are going to die, I'm also going to die, but still uh, we do not become free from all the miseries and when we want to become also we think of only our family and others and the uh, result is we become attached to them and because we become attached to them at the time of departure uh, these fallible soldiers come into our consciousness. And Gurudev continues to quote 2.15 and 6. O descendant of King Bharata, one who desires to be free from all miseries must hear about, glorify and also remember the personality of Godhead who is a super soul, the controller and the savior of all miseries. So. Truly speaking, if one wants to get over the miseries of life, and what are the miseries of life? The birth, the death, the old, uh, old uh, age, and disease. Some of you are, who have not entered into the old age, uh, they can't understand what old age is. But some of us who have entered into that uh, bracket, uh, we know what it is. Uh, we wonder, how was it yesterday? I was so agile, I could move everywhere, um, but today uh, the body doesn't cooperate. Although the mind is still the same, but the body doesn't cooperate. I remember uh, in Hyderabad, we received a patient, 
We, we used to have uh, a big homeopathy clinic and uh, a patient came to me, especially uh, the mother, they were more than 60 years plus, and the lady came to me and said, doctor, give such medicine to my husband so that he does not crave for me. Even at this age, he comes to me and I feel chi-chi. I don't know what to do. Please give that medicine. And after she leaves, the husband comes to me and says, Doctor, give such a medicine to my wife so that she can come to me. <laughs> so, if, so what it means is even at that age, uh, if one is not trained, uh, one will not be able to overcome the, the so-called attachments to the body and body relationship. Whereas here uh, in 2.5 uh, is being warned that one who desires to be free from all miseries must hear and glorify and remember the person of Godhead who is a super soul, the controller and the savior of all miseries. And the greatest gain one can achieve is given in 2.16. Maybe I'll read this Sanskrit verse also. Etavan Sankhya Yoga Bhyam Swadharmo Parinistataya Janmalabaha Parapumsam Ante Narayana Spritihim. The highest perfection of human life achieved either by complete knowledge of matter and spirit by practice of mystic powers or by perfect discharge of occupational duty is to remember the personality of Godhead. In other words, life, Prabhupada writes in the purport last line, in other words, life should be molded in such a manner that one is able to progressively remember the personality of Godhead in every step. Now this is what Bhagavatam is saying, but is this what Ajamila has done? Not really, because he did not follow this instruction of trying to remember, glorify the uh, Lord in terms of what 2.15, 2.16 is saying, but yet he remembered uh, the Lord at the uh, end of his life. So therefore, uh, Mother Devahuti, uh, says in 3.33.7 in I'll pick up the first 33.6 because these two verses are connected Yennamadhye shravananu kirtanad yat prahvanad yat smaranad apikvachet swadho pisadhya savanaya kalpate to say nothing of the spiritual advancement of persons who see the Supreme Person face to face, even a person born in a family of dog eaters immediately becomes eligible to perform Vedic sacrifices if he once utters the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead or chants about him, hears about his pastimes, offers him obeisances, or even remembers him. 
So this is what Mother Devahuti is saying in 3.33.6. So even if the person is the most fallen person, so therefore uh, here it is said uh, the, uh, the family of dog eaters, such a fallen person, but if he can remember or if he can utter the holy name of the Lord, then he can, he can be elevated to the highest consciousness or he can, the person can, it becomes eligible to perform Vedic sacrifices. Normally, Vedic sacrifices in Vedic culture is allowed to be done only by qualified brahmanas, not by anyone. But the potency of the holy name of the Lord is so powerful, it, it does not look at the background of the person, whatever may be the background. So therefore, just to describe what the background is, in this verse, Mother Devahuti is saying that even if the person happens to be born in a family of dog eaters, even such a fallen person, but if he chants, if she chants the holy of the Lord, is elevated to the highest position, so much so that the person is allowed to perform Vedic rituals. And therefore we find in ISKCON, there are devotees, we do not look at the past background because they've become, they've taken to the holy name chanting and through the parampara process, uh, they are elevated and they are given the opportunity to even perform altar service on the altar, which is typically in a Vedic culture, is confined to only uh, so-called Brahmana families. Now the next verse, it's, it says, Ahobata svapachokto gariyan, so svapacho, svapacha is a dog eater. Yes, jivha gre vartate namatubyam te pustapaste juhuvu sasnur arya brahmanachur brahmanuchur nama grinanti ete. How glorious are they whose tongues are chanting your holy name. So even if, even if born in the families of dog eaters, so how glorious is such a person if the person is willing to chant the holy name? Such persons are worshipable. So even if a person is born in a chandala or in uh, a dog eater's family or is a dog eater, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter if that tongue has chanted the holy name of the Lord, then such a person is worshipable. Now persons who chant the holy name of your lordship must have executed all kinds of austerities and fire sacrifices and achieved all the good manners of the Aryans. So the person who is able to chant the holy of the Lord, it means that he has surpassed the, the purity, purification that happens by performing tapasya, by fire sacrifices, by charity and all, because all this is embedded or infused in the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. There's a verse, I'll pick it up soon. 
To be chanting the holy name of your Lordship, they must have bathed at holy place of pilgrimage, studied the Vedas, and fulfilled everything required. So the fact that the person is able to chant the holy name of their Lord implies that this is the background, that the person has done the pious activities like uh, bathing in holy places of pilgrimage, studying the Vedas and fulfilled everything required. If that has not happened, that enough purification has not taken place, then the person won't be able to take to Krishna consciousness or will not be able to take to the chanting of the holy name. And this possibly uh, people coming from Vedic culture, so-called Vedic culture or Indian background, uh, they'll be able to understand. Because in my own family, I have got so many cousins on my maternal side, fraternal side, and then my sister-in-law, their families. When I talk to them and when I said, chant, 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 holy name, they say, can't, 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 but they don't say, chant, chant, chant. Every day, the whatever darshan pictures I'm taking, I make it a point uh, to send to them. At least they open it, so therefore they acknowledge, okay, thank you, Chandra, thank you, Chandra. Uh, we have received, we have seen it. And therefore, I send even small video clippings, that one-minute video clipping, 30 seconds video clipping, they say that, oh, today there are many uh, devotees in the temple uh, who are uh, participating in Guru Puja Kirtan, and other times say, there aren't many, what's the problem? Is it everything okay? So th this itself gives them that opportunity to one day uh, to take up to uh, Krishna consciousness. So therefore, persons who chant the holy name of your lordship must have executed all kinds of austerities. Otherwise, the person is not able to chant the holy name. Whereas here, I find my brother, my sisters, my cousins, they're all born, if you want to call me that I'm born in a Brahmin family, uh, but they don't chant. They say one day we worship Lord Shiva, other day we'll worship Lord Hanuman, the third day we'll, work, we'll do Satyanayana Vratam, fourth day we'll do something else, fifth day we go to Baba. They, my brother also has the uh, Sai Baba on his altar. I said, why all this? He says, no, 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 we should have, we have, we have, uh, you don't have faith, but we have faith. So that itself shows that although born in a Brahmin family, although they have been hearing about Krishna, Rama, Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam from childhood, but the purity has not taken place. Therefore, they are not willing to chant the holy name of the Lord. So therefore, here in this verse 33.7, uh, Mother Devoti is saying that how glorious are those tongues which are willing to chant the holy name of the Lord. Doesn't matter, even the person is born in a dog eater's family, uh, such a swapacho, so such a person is glorious. To be chanting the holy name of your Lordship, they must have performed uh, the required pious activities. When I say pious activities, it is not the karmakanda pious activities. It is the sukruti which facilitates them to have uh, the bhakti. So therefore, the person is able to chant. The question could be asked, how is that if a person has performed the charity, 
ಯಜ್ಞ ತಪಸ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯೆಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬಾಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಡಾಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಇಸ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಚ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಹಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೇ ದಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಚ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಡನ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಸುಕೃತಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಡನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಸುಕೃತಿ ಹೌ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಎ ಸ್ವಪಾಚಾ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ he should be born in a vaishnava family or he should be born in an elevated brahmin family but instead is born in a dog eater's family and himself is a dog eater we seem to have this apparent contradiction uh, how is it possible so when i was searching i found a verse in uh, 1.5.17 this is uh, I'll read the Sanskrit one, 1.5.17. Tvektvasa dharman charanambu jayam harer bhajan apakvota patetato yadi yatrakva vabhadram abhud amushyakim kovartha apto bhajatam swadharmata. So in this the key word is apakvo. That apakvo is indicate that immature so one who has for forsaken his material occupations to engage in the devotional service of the lord may sometimes fall down while in an immature stage yet there is no danger of his being unsuccessful on the other hand a non devotee though fully engaged in occupational duties does not gain anything so therefore there is a possibility that this person has done some devotional activity but it has remained apakvo it has remained immature it was combined with some material activity and therefore it's possible that such a person may be born may be born in uh, due to previous conditioning in a dog eaters family so we can see the contradiction before we said even a person who is born in a dog eater's family can take to krishna consciousness although a person born in a typical brahmin family is not able to take to krishna consciousness so the question is how is it possible so therefore here it says bhajan apakko that bhajan whatever he has done to uh, charanambujam uh, to the lotus feet of the lord hari that has not pakwan or that has not matured uh, and therefore there are two paths coming out from there it's possible that such a person because of mixed desire or he might have committed some mistake and therefore and the person is born in uh, a family with lower consciousness or it's possible person can be born in even an animal as an example what is an example in an animal body bharat maharaj thank you ma'am bharat maharaj so the person who has done uh, devotional he was considered to be in a bhava stage but yet he fell in the next life in uh, in the body of a deer so what matters is not the body what matters is the consciousness of the person this is what the underlying principle is emerging do not look at the externals it the body could be a, a sopacho or a dog eater's body 
or it could be even an animal body, that doesn't matter. But what matters is the consciousness of that person. If that consciousness of the person is pure, then uh, Mother Dehoti say that that person is glorious and that person is worshipable. But if you look at from the externals, person may be born in a uh, Vedic culture, in a Brahmana family, but when you ask them to chant, you say, can't, can't, it means that the person, uh, he is not purified enough. Unfortunately, they have not come in contact with a devotee who could uh, give them that infusion of bhakti, or bhakti devi is not manifesting in their heart, and therefore, they remain uh, on the same platform, whereas a dog-eater, Swapacho, uh, he can become uh, the most glorious person. And here we find, so we're going back to the, and in this Swapacho, uh, the 3.1, 3 3.7, uh, no, sorry, 1.5.17, that Prabhupada, in his last line, he says, Ajamila is one of them. Ajamila in his early life was a devotee, but in his youth he fell down. Still he was saved by the Lord at the end. So Ajamila in his li early life was a devotee. And that's what we find uh, in the 33. He says that, were it not for my past devotional service. So what is that devotional service that uh, Ajamila has done? He, must, he has, was helping his father in getting uh, the required ingredients for performing yajna. And in a yajna, you worship Lord Vishnu. So that devotional activity, whatever he has done, uh, that has come to his rescue because when the, uh, I think, uh, the Brahmana who came and suggested that, that you would name your child as Narayana, any other person would have refused to name the, why should I name my son as Narayana? Uh, I'll name some X, Y, Z, which has no meaning. But he took that uh, instruction positively because the Lord Paramatma has inspired him from within that you must name your son Narayana. And because of the previous devotional activity, he could name his son as Narayana. And that became his rescuing factor uh, at the end of his life. So, uh, Thirty-three. Yeah. For it not for my past devotional service, how could I, I most unclean give prostitute, have gotten an opportunity to chant the holy of Vaikuntapati? So what is the lesson we can learn from this? That we need to engage ourselves and our children, like Mataji is doing, from childhood in Krishna consciousness activities. I'll give you... Uh, a simple example, my granddaughter was here uh, three weeks back. She's just two years, uh, her name is Janavi. So, uh, 
she's always going here and there. Uh, so, but I said, okay, let me engage her in some simple devotional activity. I took her, I said, we've got a reasonably good big Tulsi Maharani. I gave her water. I said, pour water to Tulsi Maharani. So then she said, okay. She took the water and if she couldn't reach to her height, so I would lift her up and then she would give water. She said, more, 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 more. So then I'll give some more water. <laughs> then she would pour water. So that, that simple devotional activity, which we facilitate the kids to do at this age, will stand by them as it is happening in this case in their life at any point of their life, maybe in this life or in any birth. It will be helpful to them. And it's also, there's a saying in uh, our local language, we call it Mokkai Vanganidhi Manai Vangadu. That if you want to bend a child, the, you should bend the child when the child is young. It's like a tree. If you want to bend a tree, you should be able to bend it only when it's a sapling, when it's a tender plant, then you can bend it the way you want. But after it grows big and strong, you will not be able to bend the plant. So similarly, the child also, when the baby is dependent on us, whatever we tell them, uh, they tend to do. But once they grow big, if we have not trained them in Krishna consciousness from the childhood, uh, then at the end, uh, they may not be able to do it. So it's important that we train them right from uh, childhood. Now, what happens, why is that the uh, person, the, we said that the consciousness is more important than the external bodily features or the family in which the person is born. So we can see that there is what is called the subconscious and the external consciousness. In an external consciousness, I may be very polite uh, because of the culture or because of somewhat training, but the personality of the person is not defined by uh, the external behavior, rather it is described by the, the subconsciousness which the person is carrying. And that is called Svabhav. So it is said that the subconsciousness, which is the samskar, and someone rightly said, it is samskar, which means a scar on your consciousness. So that scar, on the, uh, the scar on the consciousness, it depends on, uh, I've heard from a Vaishnava that it has got five things. One is the false ego, that I and mine, uh, it is so strong in us. So therefore, that when that I and mine is in my consciousness, in my subconsciousness, I look at a person as an example, and say, oh, he's a male. Oh, she's a female. So this, it means that I'm, ref I'm looking at the person on a bodily platform. Instead of that, if I see a person, oh, she is a wonderful devotee, or he is a wonderful devotee, that means that I am transcending the external bodily features of the person. The consequence, the result of that is I'll not be, I'll not think of exploiting that person because I'm not looking at the person 
with an external body, male or a female, rather I'm looking at the person as a servant of the Lord, as a spiritual entity, this, uh, servant of the Lord. And as a servant of the Lord, I'm also servant of the Lord, that person is a servant of the Lord, so therefore the exploitation tendency disappears. But otherwise, with the false ego, I and mine, there's a tendency of exploitation. Then the upbringing, then the association, then the past life conditioning. Past life conditioning is so strong and that past life conditioning need not be from the past life. That conditioning could be in this life itself. I do not know how many of you have seen. Uh, I've seen many guys, even as adults, they keep biting their fingers. Because when they are children, their parents have never told them not to do it and therefore even after they have grown, and they don't mind doing it in front of everyone. They take the finger and then they start biting. So the nails, they, they cut it off. Or very rarely you see, but at least when uh, I was in Hyderabad, that's where I come from, uh, we had one neighbor, and that boy, uh, he was at 17, 18 years, but his thumb was always in his mouth. It's old conditioning. Because the parents did not see that the person uh, is, does not chew his thumb from the childhood. But this, as a child, or the baby, many children put their uh, thumb uh, into their mouth. But at some time you have to wean away from that conditioning. And if you don't do that, uh, then the person even at an adult age uh, puts his thumb into the mouth or bites his nails. So therefore, the the subconsciousness of the samskar is a combination of this svabhav and the prabhav. The prabhav is in terms of the nurturing and culturing, which is the upbringing. And the association can also be a vital factor. If the association is good, you become virtuous. And if the association is bad, you become a demon. And I can look back into my own college days. Uh, it was just first year of degree I entered the uh, college and then one guy, uh, he said, give me five rupees. In those days, five rupees, it was quite a big money, but he said, give me five rupees. Otherwise, because there we had the bullying factor. So he said, if you don't give me five rupees, I'm going to uh, do something to you physically and emotionally. So out of fear, I gave him five rupees and he said, you come, I'll take you to a place. And he took me to a place suddenly, uh, which I'm not supposed to visit. But he took it to me. But if that's happened to me on a regular basis, then it leaves behind a scar or a samskar. Fortunately, uh, I was not, I couldn't, I did not fall into his trap. But later on, when he asked me to come, I said, sorry, I'm not interested. I'm not going to come. But in over and above that, we have what is called the free will, willpower. So the subconsciousness can be cleansed by the use of the willpower. And therefore, the Vedic culture gives us a beautiful word called sankalpa. You take a sankalpa, you take a vow, you take, you take a determination that with that vow, I am going to do this particular activity. 
and by taking that sankalpa, it overrides on all the previous, the inner, you can say the personality. I think those of us coming from South India, uh, many of us take the sankalpa of walking Balaji steps. Matai, you have done it? Yeah, your name itself is Tirmala, isn't it? Tirpati. So people coming from South India, uh, we take uh, Sankalpa, we'll walk those two and a half thousand steps. It takes three and a half, four hours, people coming in the first time. Or people going to Brindavan, they say, they take a Sankalpa, we will do Govardhan Parikrama. So by taking that Sankalpa, you are creating virtuous qualities and one should relish those virtual qualities uh, so that you can rewrite or reprogram your subconsciousness. By doing that rewriting or reprogramming, uh, then you are creating a new software or a new subtle body, and in that subtle body, it becomes easy uh, to take to uh, Krishna consciousness. And therefore, it, in 6.44, uh, Lord Krishna says that, so Shabda Brahmati Vartate. So Shabda Brahmati Vartate by virtue of the divine consciousness of his previous life. So we have to rewrite. And the rewriting could take place in the previous life or in this life itself. There are many examples. I think time is running off. I'm, I won't be able to give them. But if you see the many examples, as in the case of uh, Ajamil, that, that devotional activity he has performed, Purva Abhyasena, and because of that Abhyas, it need not be the previous life. In this life itself, uh, that the person could remember he could follow the instruction of the sage and named the child Narayana and therefore took it to, uh, and that saved him uh, in the last uh, phase of his life. And we take the 33, then therefore uh, Prabhupada in 34 uh, gives a grave statement uh, to all of us, saying, um, those engaged in broadcasting the holy name of Narayana, Krishna, through the Krishna consciousness movement, should always consider that our position was before we came and what it is now. So, like in Ajamil, what was my position before coming to Krishna consciousness and where am I, what am I now? And unless I carry those impressions in my consciousness, I'll not be able to display the required humility. I'll not be able to display the required uh, compassion and then try to give Krishna consciousness uh, to others. We had fallen into abominable lives as meat-eaters, drunkards, and women hunters who perform all kinds of sinful activities, but now we have been given the opportunity to chant the Hare Krishna mantra. So it could, our background could be anything, as Prabhupada says, could be drunkard, eaters, women hunters, but somehow we have been given the opportunity of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. And how has this opportunity come to us? by the association of 
devotees because this is the direct path one is a gradual path yoga ladder the other is a direct path which is the bhakti ladder and in a bhakti ladder the bhakti devi manifests in our heart through the medium of a bhakta like adi purusha prabhu so therefore uh, we should have the association of devotees like adi purusha prabhu and zack prabhu who would give us uh, like maha mantra manifesting in our hearts and therefore we will be able to chant properly as dr mahatma prabhu does it therefore by the grace of the lord we are opening many branches and we should use this good fortune to chant the holy name of the lord and serve the supreme person of god here directly we must be conscious of the difference between our present past conditions and should always be very careful not to fall from the most exalted life so therefore on one side we should have the association and if you if you fall off from the boat of krishna consciousness of the association of devotees we can see in our own community at least i can see uh, two families have bloomed they were coming they have done lot of service uh, but they have disappeared Uh, from the congregation and one fam both the families have, one family at least have not seen them for the last 7 or 8 years and another family have not seen them for the last 3 and a half 4 years it's not because of covid but otherwise also uh, there is no communication there is no contact and even after the lockdown has been lifted uh, we don't see them so therefore this association is so uh, important so you must be conscious of difference between our present and past conditions and should always be very careful not to fall from the exalted life and this is possible when we have wonderful devotees like adi purusha prabhu mahatma prabhu priya mata ji our professor raj prabhu zack and everyone who is in the um, in the class today and finally we'll conclude uh with the prayers of uh two prayers from mukundamala verse number 31 and 32 i'll read the uh, 31 sanskrit shatruchedaika mantram सकलम उपनिषद्वाक्य समूज्य मंत्र संसारोच्छेदमंत्र समुचितमसंगनिर्यानमंत्रेकमंत्र व्यसनाभुजगसंदस्तसंतनमंत्र जिह्वा श्रीकृष्णमंत्र जप जप सतत जन्म साफल्यमंत्र सो थर्ड दि ट्रांसलेशन ओ टांग please constantly chant the mantra composed of shri krishna's names this is the only mantra for destroying all enemies the mantra worshiped by every sword every word of the upanishads the mantra that uproots samsara the mantra that drives away all the darkness of ignorance the mantra for attaining infinite opulence the mantra for curing those bitten by the poisonous snake of worldly distress and the mantra for making one's birth in this world successful and finally the last 
verse will conclude with this vyamoha prasamaushadam munimano vritti pravritti aushadam so all aushadam what is the medicine daityendradati karaushadam tribhuvane sanjeevanaike aushadam bhaktyatyanta hitaushadam bhavabaya pravadham saikaushkam shreya prapti karaushadam pibamana shri krishna divya aushadam oh mind please drink the transcendental medicine of shri krishna's glories it is the perfect medicine for curing the disease of bewilderment for inspiring sages to engage their minds in meditation and for tormenting the mighty daitya demons it alone is the medicine for restoring the three worlds to life and for bestowing unlimited blessings on the supreme lord's devotees indeed it is the only medicine that can destroy one's fear of material existence and lead one to the attainment of the supreme good hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare any question or comment because it's 95 we have yes prabhu first of all thank you very much for giving such a nice discourse morning and also for sharing articles so they can take articles yeah yes prabhu uh today the page of the articles want to say few lines yeah but i did not uh, touch to read I think Jagadish Pandit uh, in Krishna Leela was a good dancer I think if I remember well anyone has read about Jagadish Pandit for today's session and then in Gauranga Leela also he appears with uh, as Jagadish Pandit as a, as a good dancer yeah and I've not sorry Prabhu I did not read so therefore I won't be able to uh, my memories I can't recall back any other question or a comment okay then grandaraj shrimad bhagavatan ki jai shrila prabhupad ki jai all glories to assembled hari krishna all glories to smriti hari krishna all glories to jai jai